Welcome to Coach Life, leading leaders with Pastor John Pierce, the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. When we coach leaders effectively, we create multiplication and momentum. We want to equip and inspire you as you grow as a coach who leads leaders. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Frecker, a Melbourne East location pastor. Well, hello and welcome to Coach Life Leading Leaders. I am joined as always with Pastor John Pierce, and we are happy, sad today because it's actually our final Coach Life of 2023, right? There we go. G'day, Dan. How are you doing? For all of those listening Ooh. on the on Spotify or podcast, they can't see your magnificent mustache. <laughs> That's Look, a I- little, a little. <laughs> I know your wife had a 70s party, and so you've got the Freddie yes. Mercury look going on. Yep, um, I'm testing it out and I'm getting mixed reviews. The and, uh, there's only one review that really matters, right? And that will be Ebony's. So okay. I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Well, yeah, it is our final coach life after 2022. We did Brilliant Disciple Makers. Encourage mm. you to uh, jump back in there. And, and it's a great place to take your team, particularly connect group leaders and team leaders through. And we've had fun this year talking about all things leading so leaders, good. which is different to leading yourself or leading mm. members of your team. So well done everybody who's joined us on the journey yes we hope you've enjoyed it and as always please do leave us a review just let us know what you've loved about the podcast and uh, share it with a friend who you're growing alongside but I guess to introduce today we want to talk about the realities of leadership and leadership is seasonal we're going to go through seasons as a coach where we have great momentum right where we're winning on every front right. where, yep. <laughs> where there's angels in heaven in every prayer meeting yes. and people are getting saved yes. from your shadow yes um, you've got too many leaders too many volunteers <laughs> you can't it's, keep up with you don't have enough chairs for all the people nah, who are turning up all of too that too much time in your calendar yeah we love finances, that well, anyway. we love those seasons they're awesome momentum's a beautiful thing right it is but we wanted to be real uh, that that's not going to be the season you're in all the time. Right. And we're sure even listening right now sure. or watching, there will be some coaches who maybe right now what, where you're leading, there isn't a lot of momentum. Right. Maybe you're struggling to raise enough leaders and recruit enough team. And mm-hmm. and first of all, we just want to say if you're there, it's okay because every leader finds themselves there yes. uh, and not just once. Yes. But this is where great coaches, can mm-hmm. identify this and and I guess as a leader shift gears and move uh, forward but this is a problem we want to talk about so what, what would you say to a coach who's maybe in that kind of season yeah. uh, of just low momentum struggling a little bit great yeah so whether yeah whether you're a coach over team leaders whether you're a director of a ministry or a, or a senior pastor and you're in that season that we would call either you know you're kind of stuck there's no real sense mm. of momentum or, or maybe things have gone backwards and let's be honest post-COVID so many churches and teams within churches have struggled uh, struggled to yeah. have enough volunteers struggled enough to raise leaders and so you know it's often there are external factors that are affecting things so you first of all you just got to be kind to yourself this is mm. it is it is a season that uh, many of us well every leader will have seasons where you've got no momentum or yeah. reverse momentum it's just it's the reality of your life now 
you know, if it's 15 years without momentum, then we've got to really kind of ask some serious questions or 10 years yes. without momentum. But but it's normal. Let's say you've taken on a new leadership role. It's normal to take a few years to actually for, to get some momentum, things to really mm. click or you, you post a particular tough season or people have left your church or you know, whatever external things have happened, it's normal to be in a kind of the quagmire of, oh, we're just kind of grinding it out and this doesn't seem like yep. fun. And, and, uh, and yeah, how to, so today we want to kind of dip into <laughs> how do we yeah. get some momentum going? What's important in those seasons where it's just, just hard work? Yeah. And we wanted to touch on this because it's a reality of sometimes the pressure we can feel as a coach or a leader. And yes. I just wanted to remind everyone, our first coach life. So if you go back, we did a great uh, conversation on dealing with leadership pressure. So mm -hmm. strongly encourage as well as this one today. Yes. Go back and listen to this. But today we're really going to lean into three um, I guess areas of yes. um, of the leader we can be in these seasons. So why don't you kick us off with our first one? Well, this is great, Dan, because I think what we want to talk about is not so much. I mean, there are there are practical things we can do to reboot momentum and to keep them moving forward. But but let's look in the mirror today and Ooh. and reflect on three things in terms of us as a leader, and that, that and maybe even give ourselves a score out of ten. But how am I going in terms of vision? So am I really seeing the so future? Good. Is that uh, is it burning inside of me? Am I excited by it? Can I see it clearly? Am I mm. sharing that with people? So that's vision. The second thing is, am I passionate about what I'm doing? Passionate mm. people attract leaders. They attract volunteers. So if I'm not, yes. if I'm not passionate, if it's a grind, um, you know, maybe you can sound passionate when you speak about it, but if it's not really genuine passion that's bubbling up inside <laughs> yeah. of you, then that's a, that's the second thing that that if will go missing when we're losing momentum. And the third thing uh, relates to faith. And faith so is good. faith is just this sense we are going to get through. We are going to grow. Yes. We are going to move forward. And it's a, you know, Hebrews talks about a, a, the confidence of things hoped for. So do we just have a genuine confidence? And no one else might have that confidence, but the wow. leader needs to have that confidence. So that's what yes. we're going to talk about, vision, passion, faith. I think that's going to be a great conversation, looking in the mirror. Um, but I know for you, you're you're an incredible visionary. And so I just think, let's. I'd love to ask you, what what is... Um, what, what does vision look like biblically and I guess how can we really uh, grow if we're not feeling full of vision right now? Great. Well, the Proverbs talks about this, that, that without vision or prophetic revelation, people mm. perish or cast off restraint. So vision, vision is about seeing where you're going. Okay. Mm. And it's also when you can see where you're going, it's going to uh, it's going to require discipline, mm -hmm. sacrifice, restraint. So if mm. you've got no picture of where you're going, well, there's no sense paying a price and sacrificing and discipline. So it's visions about getting, and I would say not just a picture, but a prophetic picture, a, a real mm. the ability to see what is what does this youth ministry look like in Come 12 on. months time? What is yep. what is this children's ministry, this creche program look like? What are what are the connect groups that I'm responsible for leading yep. or life groups? What what do they look like? And so so now here's the thing when you're a leader, there are different layers of leadership. So yep. when you're the senior pastor, you, you're one of your primary responsibilities is to get vision, 
to hear it from God, to get it, you know, to listen to your team yep. and to ultimately create a clear picture that mm. everyone can rally to. This is where we're going. So for us, our, yes. team, our church, we would have two aspects of our vision. One is our vision, which is to see lives transformed. That's a modern way of saying we're all about making disciples. Yep. And then we have a 10-year vision, a dream for the decade, and there's mm. seven standards within that. And so to to really keep people coming back to this is the why this is yes. why we're serving on teams this is why we're tithing this is why we're giving into vision builders this because we want to see our kids discipled and their lives transformed or our neighbors or our workmates so so vision is about uh, it comes out of prayer it doesn't yep. co- it doesn't come out of copying somebody else you saw at a conference <laughs> it doesn't yep. it doesn't you know whatever ministry area you're in it doesn't come out of that so it comes from a sense of it bubbles up from within inside it's a prophetic thing it comes out of prayer comes out of conversations and then particularly when okay so if you're not the senior pastor which is the yeah. majority of people listening yes totally one of your roles is to be an amplifier of the vision so, Dan, you're a location pastor within the overall vision of C3 Powerhouse. You're great yeah. at amplifying the vision. You're great at talking mm. about what we're trying to do, what we're trying to achieve. So so if you're the kids ministry leader or if you are the, the host coach, then you don't need to come up with a new vision for the church. Otherwise, yep. that's going to create problems. <laughs> or uh, die vision. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes two visions die vision. So what, what would you say is a key to being a visionary amplifier? Yes. And I, well, I guess I think of vision in three different ways. And you've just talked to one, which is vision casting, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess for me in this context, yeah, that's the senior pastor hearing from God. Mm-hmm. I think step number two is what I would call vision clarifying. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, mm-hmm. uh, in my role as a location pastor, I, I take responsibility um, that I need to clarify the vision right. um, from yourself Great. and Pastor Danielle. And yep. so that's not me going to God first. Going, right. What's your vision yes. You know, for me to no, it's going, hey, Pastor John and Dan, what do you see for our Melbourne East location? Love that. And and leaning in. And I guess I don't want to leave that conversation until it's quite clear. That's why right. I use the vision clarif- Clar- uh, really clarif- clarifying. And then I guess the third step, as you shared, is, well, then it's um, vision am- amplifying. Yes. And that's therefore, well, I've got the vision in my heart now. I, I can see what you see and I yep. can hear what you've heard. But then really my job, is to amplify that into the area I'm responsible for. And an example of this would be, all right, uh, this year we had an emphasis on hunger for God. That's just yes. an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, as a vision amplifier, I'm every time I lead a prayer meeting in Melbourne, I'm trying to amplify that vision right. when I'm preaching, when I'm leading team meetings. And right. So yeah, I think for me, it's getting it clear in my heart and then it's just communicating it over and over. And just one last tip, I'm not saying, hey guys, here's Pastor John and Dan's vision. Right. Right. I'm it's saying, ours. hey, this is our vision, that. and that is such a key. That's amplification. I love that. So that would mean then, because if you don't have a vision that oozes out of your heart, which is going to lead to the next thing, which is passion, but people are attracted to vision. Yes. Uh, I would say most uh, – I, I use this expression, but often churches or ministries don't have a resource problem, a money problem. They have a vision problem. Because resources follow vision. Mm. Often we don't have a volunteer problem. We've got a vision problem because people Mm. will, they will volunteer where there's clear vision and there's passion. And so as a leader, let's say you're the leader of a worship of the worship area within a, within a church. So you've got, I think there's three kind of layers you're looking for. One is 
our vision and you you need to whenever you're having a coffee with somebody whenever you're leading rehearsal whenever you're doing a huddle whenever you're talking as a team our this is our vision as a yeah. church this is our vision we're here to see lives transformed we're here to, to uh, create a hunger for God or, or, or ask so you're always amplifying our big picture vision mm. then you want to be amplifying the vision and values of the worship team within the context. Yep. So our vision within the context is to create an atmosphere where people's lives are impacted, where people worship. You know, So you might have a few different – and crafting that vision that gets signed off by the senior pastors and yeah. the values is really important. We did this exercise with our kids team. And we mm. said, okay – Let's make sure the, these visionary values are really embedded into our kids' ministry. We want to see kids' lives transformed, absolutely, yep. but here's how we want to see it done. We want mm. a fun atmosphere. We want kids to make friends. We want parents to be well, like a whole family focus. We want it to be a safe environment. We want to raise up young leaders and empower them. So we yeah. really worked it through to go these. So when you're the kids' coach or director, you need to be consistently amplifying those. This yes. is who we are. This is what we're doing. So it's kind of like the big picture. This is who we are overall. Then this is our part within that. And then the third thing is, is there will be just things that you emphasize for a season. Hey, yes. and you might just go at the moment, we're really working on our friendliness in the car park with everybody, yes. for example. Yes. So that's, that's just a, a component. So that's, that's vision. So, and I love that question. It's got to be asked, what do, you, what do you see to your leaders? And mm. that gets meshed with what you, you see as a, as a leader. Okay, yeah. Dan, here's a little question then. What happens if what your leaders see is different to what you see? <laughs> you may have had this experience. I, f I feel like when you're a youth leader, you asked me this question about what we see for youth yep. and what you see, and it was a little different. Yeah. And I think this is a great moment. Uh, or I guess, you know, we talk about the wilderness test. This is a bit of a test uh, for us in leadership, I believe. And, um, yeah, and I remember that moment for me. I asked um, yourself and Pastor Dan, and I guess I was really passionate about something I'd seen. And, and I feel like, yeah, what you shared was a little bit different. And and I think for me, the the short answer is really, it, I, I believe God was testing my heart. Would I submit to the the authority of the leaders he's entrusted over me. And I think so, look, it's okay to have the, the conversation. Yep. Uh, I think don't hide from it and pretend like, you know, have a conversation. But really at the end of the day, we need to be humble in that moment. We need to trust who God's placed us over. Uh, sorry, who God's in, um, placed over us. And we really just need to then leave that going. I'm going to go with uh, the senior minister's vision or my leader's vision. And then once again, I don't go to the team the next day and uh -huh. go, oh, I wanted to do this and I saw this, right. but, oh, but Pastor John. And right. No, no, we go, no, we, our. Yes. And see, so, yeah, I think um, it's definitely, for me, that would be my encouragement is it's, it's such an important moment because in that moment, God's watching mm -hmm. um, what we do, not just publicly, but privately mm -hmm. and I think uh, that's what God's looking for is men and women after his own heart that right. would, would would submit so right. yeah it was and, a good test for me well, and good <laughs> leaders don't just go this is what I see Dan you need to follow it there needs totally. to there needs to be room to go oh help me understand what you're seeing and to talk yes. it through so Have it's, a not just a, it's not just a theocracy and I'm Theo you know it's just <laughs> it's a way yes. of working it together all right that that's vision mm. so if if you're struggling from a momentum point of view first thing look in the mirror and go how much is this vision strong in my heart mm. and if it's not if you're like oh geez I'm a five out of ten then 
let's talk about how to you, you can kind of re-kick that by prayer would be the primary one just praying God stir this vision in my heart God yes. awaken this vision in my heart another thing would be to make to rewrite it in fresh language for yeah. you um, and to, to speak it out and to declare it I think yeah. a great key to vision is to is to tell stories mm. uh, that of of individuals whose lives represent the big picture. So mm. that would be it. So let, let's jump on then into passion because passion. you know if you're if if you or I as a leader are saying, oh my team just don't seem passionate about the vision. Uh, they don't <laughs> seem passionate about what we're doing. Yep. I always have this awkward moment with teams, and I kind of go, well. If, the, the team you lead are going to be a percentage, 60 to 80% of yes. your passion. Yep. So if your passion is a 5 out of 10, then don't expect your teams to be a 7 out of 10. They're more likely yep. to be a 3 or 4. <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah. your ability to stay enthusiastic or passionate, and I'm not talking about loud and extroverted within yep. your personality, but just, man, I really believe in what we're doing. I'm passionate about it. So... How do, you, how do you reckon? How do you when you when the passion goes flat? When you lose your enthusiasm, uh, firstly, don't just don't think that because I've got no passion, I should resign. My season's no, over. Don't no, do that. No, no. <laughs> Become a person who knows how to stir yourself up. And yes. Isaiah talks about that. So that the, God looks for the one who can stir themselves up to lay mm. a hold of God. Paul says to Timothy, "Stir up the gift within you." So, how do we stir up passion, Dan? What do you reckon? Mm. And just, I love what you shared. Is it actually will be a little bit different for everyone as you shared, mm-hmm. and we've got to learn what works for us. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, uh, one thought I got a few, but I just would say my inputs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, a question is. Who am I talking to? Mm-hmm. And so when my passion's low, I love to, to ring a, a, a peer or mm-hmm. a leader who inspires me awesome. and just ask questions and talk about um, awesome. you know this and it just stirs me up. I think uh, what I'm listening to in regards to previous prophecies over the area I lead and myself, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, waging warfare with prophecies. Uh, and even then, yeah, once again, just my input of uh, what am I listening to? Mm-hmm. I got about um, three messages um, I've got saved, and I just every time I listen to them, they just they there's something about that message that just stirs me right. up, and so Presses I'd encourage us all button. to have a, Love a few messages that you know. Oh, when I'm feeling flat about this area, mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to this. That's um, great. I do. Yeah. I've got I've got a Evernote folder of prophecies, and wow. what I tend to do if I'm coming back from holidays, you know, when hol- <laughs> you go on holidays, yep. and it's just it's so cruisy and it's awesome and there's no pressure. No responsibility. The big decision is yep. where we get. What am I going to eat for dinner? You know that kind of vibe. <laughs> yes. And then you come back to the war zone of church responsibility yep, on and the leadership. And for many people, there's <laughs> you, you know you've got your work and your family and your kids, and then your voluntary leadership in church, and and it's kind of like oh gosh, this this is hard work. And the, the reality is, it is like you yep. you are stepping into a spiritual war zone to make. A difference for people eternally. Mm. So, so I, I've got a number of prophecies. I just listen to them, and I, so I good. let I let my um, spirit be kind of reset, and my mm. mindset be reset about these things. And I feel uh, passion rising on the inside of me. Like this is why I yes. do what I do. So that's the, that's the why. Yeah. 
And one other little <laughs> thing I love doing is celebrating wins. And yep. this is something we can do with the team or yep. even by yourself. And even when we feel discouraged, you know, we, sometimes we can feel, oh, nothing's going right. But there are always wins to celebrate. Yes. And yep. think about, you know, who got saved on the weekend. Think about that story. <laughs> I know for me, as I do that, I feel that fire coming back up again. Yes. And yes. yeah, celebrating it, wins is a great way. It's, uh, this, the, the, this is why we do it moment. You know, mm. and look, sometimes you've got to dine out on one of those wins that you had in the quarter for a whole for three months, and, and that's <laughs> yes. you know this Beat is why drum. we do it. Uh, I think as a as a leader, to for you, you know, if you're leading an area, say you're leading a, a hospitality area within church, or you're mm. leading groups within church, or, or or a Sunday team of stewards or a team, to be able to go, hey guys, we. So for yesterday we had eight baptisms. We had wow. eight people get water baptized yesterday. That's eight different lives who have been transformed. Let me t- I found out one person's story. Let me tell you their story. Now what we're doing as a team, getting here early, being here last, you know, locking up, setting up yep. all of what we do to create the first impressions for these people has led to this moment. So, you know, the, the ability to actually see the big picture overall so thing good. that's achieved and and focus it in and particularly to tell the personal stories that really helps people keep the passion alive oh we're making a difference magnificent yeah so good oh I, even as you're talking i feel my passion rising it's there awesome we go. Talking there we about go. the vision lives being transformed exactly <laughs> love that i think and even part of it can be lives being transformed just it might not be numerical growth, but it's it's the growth in a person. Look how much yeah. this person, this leader, this y- y- young leader, this kid, these children, their lives have been changed as they're growing towards God. So a leader, you have to become, okay, here's the problem with many of us who are leaders. We're pretty mm. good at working out what's wrong. Oh, yeah. So yep. we can see the gaps. <laughs> we can kind of, and, and if you focus on what's wrong, it's yeah. a passion stealer. So if that's all, so you've got to be able to zoom in, identify the challenges, but then yeah. zoom out and then zoom in on the wins and keep that mm. in front of people, and that that will create passion. So I literally, when I see when I'm seeing problems, I'll I'll journal them and then I'll end up journaling. But this is what's working, and that so just to fuel my own enthusiasm and then to share that with other people. All right, the last thing. So I've got vision, passion, faith. Faith. Faith is a big one. Faith is so important, isn't it? And it's, you know, when we read the New Testament, the word faith is, you know, all throughout the Bible. Yep, and yep. and as a leader, it is so important to be faith-filled. So, so yeah, I guess where do you see, um, I guess as we look in the mirror, if our faith is feeling a bit low, why don't you just talk us through a bit? Right. What, what is faith for us as leaders and how can we grow in it? Yeah, so faith is a really, it's a, uh, if I described it as this, it's a positive outlook. So faith is a positive mm. mindset. It's a it's an outlook to say we're going to get through this. This is Amen. going to turn. So it's not the denial that there are problems. Okay, we need twenty people to volunteer, and we've got four at the moment. Mm. Uh, so not so faith doesn't go. Isn't that awesome? We've got four. <laughs> no faith goes. Hey, we've got four. That's a start, but we need more. And faith, faith. Uh, you know, they they surveyed a lot of the mega church senior pastors and. Uh, which is churches over 2,000 people. And the predominant gift that each of them had, they all had different gifts, but the, the one that was common was the gift of faith. Wow. was the ability to, to go, there is a way through. This mm. will work. And it, that is, you know, Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So that, that means for me, 
I've got certain scriptures and promises that God's given me that I look at the facts and they're discouraging and then I go, all right, I'm I'm stirring myself up with the, the good news, focusing on those things, but I'm I'm plugging in. This is how I, I literally think of it like this. I'm plugging in so to the good. PowerPoint of the promise or the rhema word of God and letting yes. that. So I'm speaking it. I'm seeing it. So faith speaks the word of God. Speak, yes. it, it declares things like all things are working together for good. And so there's a there's a mindset that – and you, when you get around people like that, you can – they hear about a problem, they go – but God's got a way through this. God's yes. got the team that I need. God's got the leaders that I need. God's got a, a strategy to solve this. And that's a really important component of, mm. of being a leader. Yeah. Faith doesn't, it's not looking to ourselves as leaders. It's right. looking to God. Right. And, and I think for me, when I, I remember, uh, yeah, in a season of taking more responsibility, I asked you, how should I pray for what I lead? And I remember you saying a, a lot of it is speaking in tongues, yep. but also a lot of it is declaring the word of God. Yep. And, yep. and I've learned for me, uh, as I pray like that for mm-hmm. what I'm responsible for in leading and I'm Jesus builds his church and the yes. gates of hell won't prevail. And, yes. you know, as I'm speaking that, my faith begins to rise and right. I leave that prayer meeting going, yep. You know what? Yes, we're facing a discouraging thing right now, but we will get through in yes. Jesus' name. And it's yes. so powerful, isn't well, it? Well, and it's the difference between someone who's leading and someone who's following. So mm. you're a leader because you can you believe there's a way forward. And Come people on. will they'll catch that spirit of faith on you. So there is a spirit of faith that you get on you. And yeah, so often it just begins by a choice. I'm, you know, I love Pastor Phil talks about I'm switching on my faith. It's just Come a on. choice. I'm switching it on right now. And that's that's hard, but you just make the decision. And then I'm declaring things that are not as though they were. So that means yes. I'm basically sanctified lying. I'm, I'm saying what <laughs> yep. God said, even yep. though that's not what's happening right now. And I'll when I begin to do that, if, particularly if it's been a tough season and I need to create momentum, because momentum starts on the inside of a leader. It doesn't start. It doesn't start with things changing externally. It starts on the inside. So mm. to begin to declare, things are moving forward. We're headed towards our promised land. Yes, uh, you know, and declare the promises that God said. As you're declaring them, you'll feel there'll come a moment where suddenly you believe what you're saying. That's yeah. the that's the power of the word. Come Once on. that starts, that word inside of you, then your whole demeanor can change. It can change within 10, 15 minutes of just, yeah. all right, I'm going to get into the declarative zone of faith. And then, and you never want to go into a team meeting or a leadership meeting mm. or a, a one-on-one recruiting moment without a sense of faith because people can feel uh, yep. you know that heaviness and the discouragement <laughs> yeah. of unbelief so you don't you don't want to be that person you want to know how to stir yep. yourself up so yeah this would be one of the most important habits i believe for all leaders and coaches is when i'm feeling discouraged yes. and i'm disappointed or frustrated or like yes. where do i go do yes. i go down you know and we all want to if we're honest not many of us will want to go pray in those right. moments go to the secret but a place great coach does they yes. go i'm gonna go pray i need to pray <laughs> yeah and in actual fact there may be that and this comes back to the, the, what you talked about dan in terms of some things that you listen i remember when i first learned the principles of faith was as a mm. business person where my business was going backwards 
and I I learned, I realized and I heard some messages where it talked about Joseph until the time that his word came to pass the word of the Lord tested him so I realized I was being tested and so I needed to let the promises that God had given me so good get on the inside of me and then be declared and now I didn't have the I didn't have the faith myself at that point so I mm. found some tapes this is going back a while but I found some <laughs> tapes that had a spirit of faith on them come on and I would put those on and as that preacher preached faith on them would kind of get onto me so that by the time they'd finished then i was motivated to pray because beforehand i wasn't motivated to pray Mm. so it's like okay listen to some people with faith and you know i literally listened to the same things like you said over and over again but it was like my faith kickstarter really Mm. important Amen. Well, if you are here feeling discouraged as a leader, let Pastor Jonathan declare over you. God yes. is with you. Come on. He is for you. You will make it through to the other side. Don't give up in this season because the Spirit of God is on you. Awesome. Amen. Love it. Amen. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed this uh, coach life. And I just want to finish where Pastor John started. Let's reflect on those three areas and give yourself a score out of 10. Mm -hmm. So you might be a 7 out of 10 for vision, 4 out of 10 for passion, 2 out of 10 for faith. And look at your lowest one. And what's one thing you can do today that will increase that for tomorrow? Fantastic. Hey, well, we've loved doing the Coach Life series with you this year. I hope it's been helpful. Lots of great feedback that helps people. So uh, keep leading, keep leaning in, and keep helping people fulfill their potential as leaders. We love you guys. God bless you. Thanks for joining us on today's episode, and we pray that you've been equipped and enlarged in your leadership journey. We would appreciate your feedback by leaving us a review wherever you have joined us from today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pierce. We hope you join us again soon for our next episode of Coach Life, Leading Leaders.